0: Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of Thin Line Believers podcast. Steve with you here this week and after Adam dropped his wisdom on us last week, uh, I'll be taking the reins and and speaking with you and and hopefully delivering some some knowledge and maybe some scripture and and some some things that hopefully you can take and apply to your life and bring into your your world wherever that is. Uh, I know we have uh, mostly people around the Oregon area, Washington area that that tune in, but we do have some international uh, listeners. It's pretty cool to see. So to all of you guys tuning in around uh, now the world, uh, thanks for tuning in and we hope it's beneficial to to hear us chat you up a little bit. So uh, me and Adam, we don't claim to be pastors. We don't claim to be teachers. We don't claim to be anything other than two guys that are uh, taking that same walk with Christ that that the rest of you are, we just feel it led to to share some things with you, and and hopefully you guys can glean some some knowledge and some experiences and and apply those to your lives. So, um, not to ramble anymore, but uh, I'm going to to speak on worship today. Um, I had it put on my heart that uh, that would be a good thing, and and hopefully there's a few of you out there that. That can take this and apply it to your lives. So, I guess I want to start with asking you: How do you worship personally? You know how how does that look to you? Do you worship at all? Have you ever worshipped? Um, is this something that's foreign to you? Uh, is this something that that just doesn't doesn't really ring in your in your mind and and in your life right now? <clears throat> when we hear the word worship. You know, if you're a believer, you often think of music, right? Standing arms open and up at church, you know, listening to the worship band um, or head bowed in reverence praying uh, or kneeling or however position that you take at the time that you're praying. You know, others may think of diving into the word when worship is mentioned. That's probably the, the first thing that comes to mind, though, is is. The, the worship music uh the praying the you know the taking the time to to talk to god those kinds of things however there are many you know different ways to worship when we think about it you may possess possess a uh, certain skill set or attribute uh, that you can use to worship you know that could be music like i said before it could be that you are great at construction and in you have a skill of of building things to, to benefit and to, you know, help people, you know, planning things, uh, planning, you know, conferences or, or whatever else meetings, uh, to, to help, um, in that worship, you know, in teaching, obviously to name a few, um, you know, we have pastors that are great teachers that are great speakers that, uh, that is their sacrifice. That is their way to worship and to help us, walk through those things so you know your personality you know may lead you to an outreach setting for whatever the Lord needs at the time you know but are you open for that right are you open to have that happen to have the Lord call on you and and use those skills and those attributes that that he gave you to to worship him in a way to sacrifice and benefit others through him you know, our hands bear witness you know to so much that has happened in our lives right i mean there's so many cues on hands if you really pay attention to them you know jewelry on a certain finger may speak of in a relationship uh, a relationship right scars they speak of hardship or accidents hardened skin of our work whatever kind of work that may be if you've got you know tough skin you may have a hands-on job or dirty hands you may have a a dirty job whether that be working on cars you know and just you can tell a lot by hands prominent blood vessels of our age or a firm grip of our strength and and what may bring those things you know jesus's hands are are nail pierced for us with our hands feet and mouth we can offer our worship. It can tell so much about where we come from and and what our skills are that we can that we can bring to the table. The main point about worship is that much of the time it is a sacrifice, and that can be tough for many. It has been tough for me at times. Taking time out uh you know away from your day, family and life to do something for the glory of the Lord is is very difficult for for many, especially in in these times and in the world that we live in that is so jam-packed of of go to go go to every single thing and the next thing and the technology that draws us away, it's it's difficult for many to take that that step. Sacrifice is something that is offered. Our living for God is not something that just happens automatically. It's something we must choose to give. Some of us choose to worship things that are not pleasing to the Lord. Whether that might be sports, sports figures, musicians, money, sex, alcohol, porn, etc. We can go on and on. I mean the list goes forever pretty much. Some of these things might be things that aren't displeasing to the Lord, but if they take away from your time of worship and your time with the Lord, then the purpose of said things kind of take on a new meaning, right? Maybe a, maybe an escape from something, maybe a way to withdraw from, from something else. Whereas we, if we felt that void with Christ, then that void wouldn't be what it was. It would be, you know, filled with the the light of Christ and, and what he brings to our lives. Those things draw us in and pull us away from the Lord Blocking us in addiction and idolization of things that can take away from our relationship with christ the lord calls us to him for worship and for sacrifice so many times romans 12:1 states therefore i urge you brothers and sisters in view of god's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to god This is your true and proper worship. It is amazing to think that God views our lives as a holy and pleasing offering. Yet we know that it is because of the holy and pleasing sacrifice that Jesus made for us that this is true. Are there things, people, or an environment you're in or find yourself in often that keeps you from worshiping? or using your God-given skills for worship and sacrifice. What are those things in your life? Can you pinpoint them? It is easy to be impacted by the views of those around us as well. Colleagues, friends, classmates. And not even realize how we are being squeezed into the world's mold. Worship impacts the way we think. And helps us view the world from God's perspective. Romans 12.2 states, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Our various skills and abilities, you know, have been given to us for, for a purpose. And that purpose is not to make ourselves look good. That's not what it's about. They are gifts to be shared. Sharing our gifts takes willingness and opportunity. It may also require us to step forward rather than waiting to be asked. I ask you again, what are your gifts? Have you been asked to serve and because of nerves or feeling unworthy, you've said no? Do you feel like well, I'm not worthy to do that. I did these things and these things in my life. There's no way that, that somebody could learn something from me or or from, you know, how dirty I am or whatever that is, right? One of the most important ways in which we learn is to reflect on our experience, to reflect on the things that have happened, things that we've done, good, bad, or indifferent. It enables us to explore why we found certain things hard or easy, and think through how we can, you know, better prepare to put our learning into practice. <clears throat> Offering our lives as a living sacrifice is not a once and for all event. There's a commitment that we should practice or try to practice daily. My before shift prayer, you know, that I have prayed daily for a decade now, is my way to be sure I'm open to the Lord and to what he may put on my heart during that day. And I know I've shared it with you probably a couple times so far, but I'll say it again, just so that maybe there's something that you can develop to open your heart each day uh, for, for those kind of callings and those kind of opportunities. So each day I start the day at work with a prayer. Lord, give me the strength and knowledge to do my job today, the courage to do it without hesitation, and the honor and integrity to do it right. Lord, give me the opportunity to share your word and light with someone today. Amen. Yeah, I've shared many of my experiences and trials with you, all from, you know, time to time during the podcast, and I've encouraged you to do the same. You know, it would be my hope that that maybe somebody would type one out send it to us send us a voicemail you can send them on on the anchor podcast you can send one um maybe one that we can share one that we can we can put out that isn't just me and adam that we can you know just show that there are a lot of us that have walked through some things and found their way and and the lord has redeemed us and given us that grace and mercy that we don't deserve at all Sometimes our life experience has shaped our views of fathers in a negative way, right? Jesus came to show us what God, the best of fathers, is like so that we, we may want to know him better. Rather than keeping our distance, worship affirms the goodness of God the Father. God's immense love is the lens through which you know, we are to, to view everything, really. Knowing how much he loves each person changes how I pray for them. Knowing that work is his loving is his loving gift changes who I see as my boss. Trusting his great love and power encourages me to bring everything to him in prayer. Worship takes that lens that that we see through that we may see through as dirty and grimy and just nasty and it polishes it clear as day when we worship together we help one another see things differently prayers, songs, readings, testimonies and more remind us of God's bigger story and our bigger story it's one thing to believe that anything we do can be a way of worshiping God but to think, feel, and really live this reality in the midst of the tasks and jobs we do during the week is not is not always easy. We get tired, bored, distracted, frustrated, and so on. This means that it can be much easier to feel like we are worshiping God when we sing, pray, and take communion and church services than it does when we are dealing with Drug dealers, rapists, thieves, fighting wars, seeing things that that people really shouldn't have to see, or saving someone trying to harm or kill themselves in a deep, dark place. Find that one thing this week if you don't already know what it is, that skill that God has given you, and step outside your comfort zone. You never know what you're going to get and how much it'll bless those around you, yourself, and ultimately the Lord to have you listen and take those skills and and apply them in a manner that that pleases, pleases him. With that, thanks for tuning in. Have a blessed week. And please reach out to Adam or I if you have any questions, concerns, anything like that. We're here for you. And uh, we'll see you and talk to you next week. Be blessed. Talk to you next time.